1: hello and welcome to the movie podcast review for leave the world behind my name is shabazz and who i have not left behind here are my co-hosts my lovely co-hosts who even in the face of adversity i would have them with me through it all we would we would find our way out of whatever this mess is daniel anthony daniel how are you doing today knock 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 can i come in please <laughs> i don't like any of that now you're suspicious (laughs) and i don't want
0: you in the house what's your respect i just said can i come in please i was so polite you said knock
1: knock like i'm assuming you didn't knock though you said it i don't want to knock
0: i'm not gonna knock on the door right now man there's i don't want to scare people oh but you did mission failed (laughs) mission failed i I guess i'm not coming in i'm so sorry you i've left you behind now how are you doing (laughs) yeah i'm good man i'm good you know i i think what's so exciting about the movie we're about to talk about is how how little i knew about it i literally had no idea what i was going in for for this film and you have no idea what you're in for with this review which is really exciting god this is going to be an unhinged review i can (laughs) already see it i can
1: already see it happening (laughs) anthony
2: Anthony, how how are you doing today i'm doing good i know you said that you wouldn't leave me behind but i feel like you guys would leave me behind just like wow just like Home Alone, like it would be like, oh, this is for Anthony. It's like my briefcase, and it would go through a line of people, and it would reach the end. And I wouldn't be there. <laughs>
0: passes to Anthony. Passes to Anthony. No, passes to Anthony. We would
1: have you first, first there. We'd have you in front of us. You would take whatever bullets come our way. <laughs> Listen, Dad, real,
0: let, let's let's be honest though. You know the McAllisters are an awful family. They, they are. They left their. They're rich twice. and spoiled people. You know that is hundred percent on them. That like like Mrs. McAllister is a bad mom. We love Catherine O'Hara, but she's a bad mom. Yeah, Canadian legend. She is. I take it back. I love Home Alone so much. I was going to say, yeah. I mean, it's, it's that <laughs> season. Of course,
1: we are The Movie Podcast and we have been very, very busy getting all this amazing movie news, reviews and interviews out for all you folks right before we shut down for the holidays, before we have to go out there and deliver the gifts to all the kids because little known secret about The Movie Podcast, all three of us are actually Santa Claus. And wow. that's why we take those couple of weeks off at the end there. It's not to rest. It's It's to deliver all the Toy, toys to all the kids of the world
0: i mean we technically deliver episodes throughout the year in hundreds of countries so are we better than santa claus we're I, I mean, I would, we're faster
2: yeah we're I would, that's what i was gonna there. say we are faster yeah. than santa claus this is yeah what we do is beyond magic it's sorcery <laughs> wow <laughs> isn't that magic as well yeah uh, it's scarier magic, I would say. Well, yeah. It's scary. We're Dude, scary if you magic. say you're a
0: magician, what's scarier? If you say you're a magician or I'm a sorcerer. Oh, sorcerer. I think sorcerer sounds so much scarier. <laughs> and cool. exactly. It does sound cool. Yeah, if
1: you say you're a magician, I'm like, oh, are going to turn this balloon animal into uh, a, a real oh, animal for me or what? Here it is. Yeah. Again, the movie that we are talking about is Leave the World Behind. This is a film directed by Sam Ismail. And if you're wondering, why does that name sound familiar? It's because Sam is the creator behind Mr. Robot, and this movie has an all-star cast. Daniel, just like you had mentioned, I also wasn't too familiar with this movie. I mean, all I remember seeing was one of those Netflix uh, sizzle reels about movies that are going to come out eventually. And I think there was one frame of this movie that I was like, oh, that looks kind of interesting, but I don't remember what it really was and why I even saw it. I mean, I guess I saw it because it was there, but I didn't know anything about this movie. So I sat in that theater, saw the poster, saw who was in this movie. And I was like, Oh my God, Julie Roberts is in this. Oh my God. Marshall Ali is in this. Oh my God. Ethan Hawke is in this. And then I stopped saying, Oh my God, because everyone was like, stop saying that so yeah I'm very (laughs) very excited to talk about this film this movie is all about a family's vacation is upended when two strangers arrive at night seeking refuge from a cyber attack that grows more terrifying by the minute forcing everyone to come into terms with the places that they are in a collapsing world again I want to give a huge shout out to our friends over at Netflix for inviting us to come watch this movie we also had a chance to sit down with one of the VFX supervisors for this film where they really broke broke down a lot of the effects in this movie because there's a lot to talk about in this movie all the effects all the different scenes that you've seen so let's get into it
0: daniel please kick us off with your first reactions to leave the world behind now i do i do want to preface this by saying that the film is out now on netflix so i feel like we're a little okay to talk more let's go spoilers, spoilers. let's go spoilers you know we'll go spoilers so for full full spoiler. anybody listening we're going to talk about some shit in three, um, <laughs> two, one. Oh my God. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. Uh, listen, I like, as I said at the top of the show, I legit had zero knowledge of this film existing. I saw the sizzle reel earlier this year in January when it dropped. And I think I was just so preoccupied by everything else in that scissor reel of what was coming out, like Maestro and Rebel Moon and uh, all these other projects that Netflix was having. I mean, let's face it, Netflix has a lot of movies and shows that release every single day. So I didn't think about this until we got the invite to watch it. And the reason why I mentioned that we got an invite to watch it is because we got to watch it in a movie theater, which we don't typically get all the time with Netflix releases. Um, It happens more uh, with like the bigger titles. We'll see them in theaters, but oftentimes we will, you know, have a screening link. We'll watch it at home. We'll watch it on Netflix or, and do it that way. But let me tell you the first five minutes of this movie sold me. And this is something that I know Anthony says all the time on the movie podcast. you like, you have that five minute window to really grab my attention And again, I didn't know what this movie was. I knew it was called Leave the World Behind. I then looked up. I'm like, okay, Mahershala Ali's in it. Julie Roberts, Ethan Hawke, all these amazing people are in this film. And it just took me. This movie took me and it had control of me for the two hours that it was on. And this is what is so special about a movie like Leave the World Behind, is that you can go into something, not know what it's about at all, and then just be completely blown away. Is this my favorite movie of the year? No, but it's one of my favorite theatrical experiences of the year. Only because like you really got to experience not knowing where this film was going to go, and that's what's so fun about it. You know, Shay gave the synopsis about you know you have this th- this duo coming to the door and saying like, hey, listen, can we spend the night? And already you're faced with that moral, you know, that that moral dilemma of like, okay, if somebody knocked on my door in the middle of the night asking to stay would I let them we've all stayed in airbnbs in our lives if the owner ever knocked on our door I mean I wouldn't we we really wouldn't know because we all communicate through the app and we just know the name but you're just like okay are you really the person you say you are is this really your house so already that creates a really fun conversation with people you're watching this movie with and now having watched the movie again uh, like now at home it's that whole thing where I'm like, I'm like, I wish I had people to talk about this right now because it's like, would you let them in? Would you want to let them stay? And that's what I think is so fun about movies like this and movies like this coming out on Netflix because it reminds me of Bird Box. And Shay, that's something that you were saying a lot while watching this film where it could have that viralness of Bird Box where people would be like, can you survive? Would you be able to do this? And then you see the actual story of what's happening where you're getting this... Uh, you're having this family that is... you know in an Airbnb on vacation and the world around them is basically ceasing to communicate with one another and how scary and isolating that is. And then it really makes you scared of the world that we live in because you're like, this doesn't seem that far off. And I think that's something that Mr. Robot did so well. And a lot of shows that deal with technology in more of a grounded sense where you're just like, this is entirely possible to happen in the world that we're in. And how would you react would you survive would you believe what's going on or would you you know turn into you know um a crazy like like book of revelations type person right and you know you get a lot of that in this movie and i think that's what's so fun about watching people really start to let their walls down and change from where they start in this film and where they end in this movie and there's some genuinely terrifying shots earlier this year we reviewed knock at the cabin which again Uh, interesting pairing with this movie because it's like these people coming to your door and letting you know that basically the world is ending but uh there's a shot in that film where you see like just a bunch of planes in the sky crashing and there's a scene like that in like leave the world behind as well too that scared the shit out of me and this is one of those films like this movies like this will scare me way more than you know a gore fest or uh, any horror film because there's that that level of realness in it and i think that's what i love so much about it i know there's a lot more we're going to talk about but i will just say i had a great time watching this film i did not expect it and i think that's what makes me so excited to talk about with you guys because we're going to talk about all the spoilers and everything soon but what a great time watching this movie you have great performances in it and it's just such a simple concept such a simple um uh such a simple premise to a movie but oh my god some of the best cinematography of the year absolutely incredible uh the cinematographer's name is todd campbell who just unbelievable and some of the vfx in this we'll talk about too but yeah i had a great time with leave the world behind yeah
1: i have to agree with you man like this is one of those movies that you do not expect and again since we kind of didn't know anything about it walking out of this movie i was like this was terrifying. This was a terrifying experience. Yeah. It reminded me a lot of some of the great movies I used to watch, you know, back really in in, in that mid two thousands era. Of this is this is the plot of the film. It, it might be a little, little, little ludicrous, but hey, family in the cabin, go ahead and run with it. And there's this underlining. You know, message in this movie that really, I'm sure is going to be dragged out a lot by people. you You look at our use of excess and everything that's especially in the United States and in Canada, we have this tendency to overuse. This movie really highlights a lot of those points, I feel. You also look at one of the most interesting plot points of this movie is for the daughter to finish friends. I'm talking about yeah. the show Friends, the one that everyone knows and everyone's seen. The whole, One of the main plot points of this movie is that she just can't seem to finish the last episode of the show because the internet is going out. You think of cyber attacks, you think of AI, you think of all these things, and sometimes they can come off a little cheesy when they're done in films because it's something that it, it might feel a bit too tangible that you're like, okay, this isn't really going to happen. The movie does a really, really good job because you've isolated the family in a certain location you start to feel isolated with them. So when everything starts to kind of happen, you are in that camp of disbelief, which again, so is the family. And as things start to become a lot more real, you start to question the the motives, the players in the game here, the visuals, everything that's kind of happening in this movie, you start to question a lot of it and wonder what's real, what's not happening. In this movie... Does a really good job of keeping suspension and disbelief, but also just suspense in general. Anthony, please hit us with your first reactions to "Leave the World Behind."
2: Leave the World Behind for me is one of those psychological thrillers that you find yourself asking, "What would you do if you were in their shoes?" And I think a lot of people will come out of that thinking that, and like we like to think of ourselves as, you know, a culture of survivalists because of you know, Walking Dead or the. the last of us there is this feeling that yeah we could survive without technology but like can we can we survive without the technology especially when there's something like a cyber attack that you have no access to internet you don't have access to a lot of the things that we're just used to what do we do can we operate as a whole or do we just survive on our own and everyone fends for themselves and that's that's the one thing i I liked about this movie is it it starts to use it questions your logic and what you would do in scenarios like this because you're just taking two ordinary families and putting them in a situation where they're they're asked to do something that they're not designed to do um and you know the way this movie is shot feels very much if I could compare it to any other movie, it's very much like war of the worlds, like Spielberg's war of the worlds, because you know, when that movie came out, that first 30 minutes, it's like that lead up to something eerie is about to happen. And very similar to this movie, there's, there's like this eeriness. There's this big boat that lands on shore and you could feel it. And you can sense that something bad is about to happen as we progress through the story. And you have like, basic average families that go on vacation and then pandemonium starts to happen and all of a sudden strangers are knocking on your door claiming that hey this house that you rented belongs to me do i trust you do i not trust you there's a lot of like suspicious suspiciousness on both parts and like what are each other's motives like do i trust your motive do i trust who you are and i think for me if if mahershal ali showed up in a tuxedo in front of my door 100% 100% I'm letting him in. I don't care if he kills me. Yeah. We're going to have a good Marge conversation. Like Marshall, Come on in. we come winner? on in, dude. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I'm like, come on in, dude. Let's chat. <laughs> <laughs> so this this movie really creates this pen pa, this this level of paranoia that sticks with you to the end where again, you don't know who to trust and what to trust, but there's always like this feeling of uh i feel like something bad's gonna happen Bad, something's bad's gonna happen and you'll see throughout these characters journey you're gonna see that they have a reasoning to feel that way uh julia roberts when you when you see her she is quintessentially the karen you know very in control the alpha of the relationship between her and ethan uh, ethan i was gonna say ethan hunt ethan (laughs) Uh, she's a bit of a you know like she's a bit of a racist but there's a gray area to her yeah, character
0: like it, it, it relies it plays on those like racial stereotypes that she's just like okay like immediately like when when rehearsal and his daughter come to the door it's like you've seen her eyes she's like i don't believe a black family would own this home you know what yeah. I mean? and like you he you see those those like those like Little uh micro-aggressions. microaggressions i mean and, and some of them aren't so micro in the film too but uh that uh that she'll drop you know, just like oh Okay, my God, you're really showing your colors here. Who your character is? Did you feel like it? Sometimes they they pushed
1: it too much, though, for Julia Roberts' character. That I I felt at a certain point, I'm like, I think we get it. I think that we get that she's a racist. And I just kind of felt like they were still a little bit too late
0: into the story. They were still kind of driving that home. The one, the one that really stuck out to me, and I, and again, I, I felt it a lot more on the rewatch, is when when they're sitting poolside. And, uh, you know, she's ta- Julia Roberts is talking to Marshall Ali's daughter. Yes. Um, who's played by an, an actress that we really like. From, uh, uh Yeah, Miala from Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Um, we were, where she's like, uh, yeah, I'm not going to go swimming. And Julia Roberts is like, why? Because you don't want to get your hair wet? It's like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, yeah. Jesus. Like, who says that? But yeah. I guess that is, that is a reality for a lot of people. But it was just like, oh my gosh. Like, you
2: really want us to know that she... Is a racist person? Yeah, you know, and, and Marshall and his his daughter, um they play like the calm structure for this film. Really, like they are the calmness to the pen, pen, to, pen to that is They're happening. They're the calm for the storm, exactly. And as Literally, you go through yeah. this journey, you you start to question like Is this a future that could happen? And honestly like is this something that could actually happen in our real world and definitely it's a movie that will spark a lot of questions once it comes out. It's it, it reminded
1: me a lot of I know we spoke about this already in this episode but we spoke about um uh, bird box not about blackbird <laughs> bird box. We spoke about that and almost <laughs> like
0: the singing.
1: in the dead of night. We spoke about the cultural phenomenon that film had when it came out because it also dealt with a lot of questions. I think I think what worked really well for Bird Box is you didn't give us everything. You didn't you didn't show us the whole bag. You gave us enough to keep the audience guessing. And that's what this movie does a really good job of. I think a movie that I found very similar to this in a certain way, uh, by Dan Tratchenberg was Ten Cloverfield Lane, where again you have a character, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who just wakes up because she got into a car accident in this bunker. And it's like this belief of like the world outside has gone to shit. Trust me on this. And the whole time as the yeah. audience, you're with these characters like, is this actually happening out there? Because yeah, sure. The internet's out. Yeah, sure. Things like this are happening, but it seems okay. It isn't until we really start to go outside of the confines of the house a little bit that we get these crazy scenarios occurring. Um, for example, I think about the moment with uh, Ethan Hawke and he, he bumps into the lady speaking Spanish on the street and how there's a franticness and the plane comes by, it drops out those flyers with Arabic writing on them. I think it was the moment that... And I forgot to mention this character because... Or the again, drones, right? Sorry, the it was drones, drones. Sorry, not a plane. Yeah. But yes, drone comes by, drops him off. I forgot to mention, you no, know, Kevin Bacon is in this film. Big actor. Yeah. Not a huge role, but he definitely leaves his mark. And his character really kind of helps us to kind of figure out what could possibly be happening here. And there's that moment of understanding of, is this just an attack on the United States within the United States? Like, is it just have them all kind of just ruin each other. And you start to wonder, and you have all these questions that kind of come out from it. And you're so curious, like, is this? what is is this movie really trying to tell us? What is it really about? And it's about, obviously, information, how fast it spreads, misinformation, how fast it spreads as well. There's so much to pick apart from this, but the performances are really what keep you in your seat because you buy it. You buy what these characters are believing. You buy what they're going through. And the effects and the way the cinematography is done creates such a compelling visual narrative that it pulls you right into the movie. I remember so many times all three of us were just looking each there in shock. And, this, and it's because we watched in the theater that I felt like it really amped up that experience. Because yeah. I look over at you guys and be like, did you see that? you see that shot that with the camera moved in from one room to the other it's and like then they broke it down right like exactly. it's like literally
0: like like spielberg the way spielberg moves with characters you get so much of that in this film and again at the end of the day it's like this the script in the hands of a, a less capable director would have been a completely different movie but you have like this a-list cast you have this director who is directing the hell out of this movie and he's bringing so much to it and then you had the cinematography and the effects you're like wow like this is up there like with you know one of the greatest like you know twist type movies ever like this would be something that like you said Shay like in the 2000s that Shyamalan this would have been like in, in the 2000s this would have been like be a science. Shyamalan you know that that Shyamalan movie that people would be like this guy's incredible like this is a movie that deserves your attention right um but yeah wow like w- what like I can't I couldn't get over the cinematography of this film especially early on when they get to the Airbnb and Julia Roberts is like going upstairs and walking through the hallway. Then it's outside and it's inside. I'm like, my God, you guys are just like flexing right now. A lot now. of, a lot of flexing.
2: Dude, the, uh, the visual effects is what really shocked me because we, we, we watched this movie and at the end of it, we taught, we had a, like a little sit down with the VFX supervisor and this guy was breaking down, the scenes and what it took to build a lot of the sequence uh that we see in these movies and the amount of visual effects in this movie is like david fincher level you know the things that you just trees and there's a sequence Dude, where
0: it's like avengers level really like because you're
2: just like what? <laughs> this is this is all recreated like you would yeah. never have thought the sequence yeah. with julia roberts in the car and she's talking to a, a friend and she's just talk- telling her about where she's going and the reflection on the glasses, to the movement on the camera through the car, the touchscreen on the on the the car monitor, it, everything is all VFX VFX. So you can't really trust what you see with your own eyes, other than okay, that's a plane that's about to crash, or the water going through, you know, the house, or or this big explosion and all that. But man, the visual effects are very subtle, and I hope. Like people take the time to find the demo reel, or a re- hopefully they post the v- the reel of how these visual effects are made, because you would never guess that. Yeah, that that whole sequence was not real. There's so much. The movie touches on so much
1: of that that fine-tuning to really amplify the scene there's there's movies that use cg to tell their entire story and there's movies like this that use cg to enhance the story to really push what the scene is going forward and this movie does a, such a good job of that of course there are some moments where i found i'm like okay this is clearly obviously cg but it works yeah. it really works yeah. it works in the type of movie that it is it you you have to kind of really look at the, the lens of like, what is this movie really
0: trying to show me? And do I buy it? And it does it, I think, all the time. Yeah, because I think if you go like sometimes too much, like, we, you know, we were talking about there's that sequence where the plane comes out of the sky and crashes. I feel like it would have been a big ball of fire, but you didn't see that. It was just more of like a crash and then the sand and the water kind of surrounded a marshal Elise character. Um, but what what I think also enhances that is that because they... Painted out so much of the background, using VFX, using greenery, like literally like forestry to hide a lot of the the world. It really makes this family feel so much more isolated. And throughout the entirety of this film, I just felt that dread. You know, that that feeling in your stomach, where like that anxiety, we're just like, I just feel uneasy. I don't like this. What's really going on here? And what really is going on here? There's a cyber attack happening. You're getting bits and pieces of information. We don't know or it's not really revealed to us what's happening or who's doing it but we do know that america is under attack and this family is now an island yeah. you know allegedly to the rest of the world as everyone is in in this moment right
1: and i and I love the performances in this movie of course the the standout cast of you know julia roberts mahershala ali ethan hawk mahala and Kevin Bacon, they're all amazing. You know, it's exactly what you'd want from them to do. They give such a nuanced performance and they all have really, really good chemistry. You really buy it. I feel like we haven't seen Julia Roberts in something in a very long time. And it kept making me laugh that Julia Roberts is in a movie where Friends is one of the main subplots and she was in Friends. So you kind of wonder. What is her daughter thinking when she's watching that episode? Like, is that mom? Is this you? Like, what's going on here?
0: Yeah. <laughs> she looks so much
1: like so you. So much like you. But let's talk about, you know, the son, uh, Charlie Evans, uh, who's, played, who's played
0: by Charlie Evans, and his name is Archie. It's like a young uh, Adam Driver. This guy. Oh my God. He has a, he has a, again, like I know we're talking spoilers here, but he gets a a really bad card dealt to him. Worst. Because that scene is going to go down in history this year as one of the most uncomfortable scenes I've ever felt in the theater where he's just like, he goes and he starts pulling out his teeth and you're just like, oh my god yeah horrifying we all just like grabbed each other we were all just like we all grabbed his teeth and pulled them right out yeah and pulled them and they slipped right right out that That moment was
2: very shocking because i didn't expect like i thought oh my god this guy this poor kid He like what is he suffering from where the next day his teeth are just coming out of his mouth like not just like the full root man and it's yeah it's (laughs) awful and like and and i kept thinking at the end of this movie like there's there's no fixing it he's not fixing his teeth like that's <laughs> no more dentist that's, that's his mouth no. for the rest that of his life bad. we should yeah. stop pulling
0: them out really <laughs> you you wonder right because you're just like oh is that just going to be like are they just going to be like in your mouth oh ugh, ugh. god anthony's face was priceless though like i literally remember looking at anthony yeah. and he was just like that you know like that spongebob meme Oh, sorry, the Patrick meme. The Patrick of meme, like, yeah. Like, Anthony's face was just, like, jaw dropped. Just yeah. could not believe what he was seeing. Jaw dropped, it was fell out, everything. It, <laughs> it, was, it was unbelievable, yeah. But Absolutely. there's a lot of moments like that in this film.
1: Absolutely. And, and you know, we've we we we've talked about what's what really works in this movie. And there's a lot that really works. But I'm curious for you guys, you know, is, what didn't work for you? What are some things that you feel like, okay maybe i wish they did it differently or maybe i wish they kind of focused on this a little bit differently but game we'll start with you
0: uh for me the biggest things you know at two hours and 20 minutes i think towards the latter half of this film you really start to feel the length a little bit it almost turns it almost feels a little bit more like a play because the characters kind of divide up and you're like okay here's mahershala and julia roberts they're going to get their scene and then here's ethan hawk and um that's me Mi- meala right like they are they're having their scene yep. and then the kids are having their scene so it's like it's almost like we're getting like these little vignettes of storytelling we're like okay i think we could tighten this up a little bit more so you you start to feel the length a little bit at the end but i think the biggest thing for me was the score of the movie not that the score is bad i just think that it almost was trying to direct you to feel a certain way uh, too often in the way that we would get from like an 80s movie or a 90s movie where something would happen and the music would be like Dun-dun-dun. like it would like it almost have like those type of like suspense music in a way you know yeah you're just like oh like you're you're giving me these sounds that you're you're trying to make me feel like this is something bad happened and i'm like yeah i get it i see it so like we we're getting moments like that we we're like oh the music is very prevalent in the scene to direct your emotion and and it's funny because that's something that we used to get a lot in like in 2000s and 90s and 80s films um but it's also something that i felt watching may december which also just came out and is also a netflix film where i'm like Definitely. wow like this this 100%. almost has like may december has a score and again it's not a bad score but it reminded me of like basic instinct or um so a few proper. good men where you have like this bum, music bum, that bum. is so just like you're just like okay, like you're you're really oh, trying to f- focus yeah. my emotions in a certain way with the score. But again, not that it's a bad score. It's just it's just funny in those moments. What's happening is scary enough. Yeah. Sometimes when you add that extra layer or that that layer of music to it, you're just like, okay, now it feels a little cartoony. Yeah,
1: it's 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 a little handholdy. I think like you've already yeah. shown us the horror of what's happening here. The camera has shown us with the way that it's shot. The score, I felt like, really was like, did you get it? Like, did you get that this is terrible? Which, which yes, definitely can be a bit much. Anthony,
2: what about yourself? I think it was more of the, the you know, the sequence right when Mahershala and, and Julia Roberts, they have that scene together in the room with the records. From that point, I felt a little tired a little yawny, just because i've been with this family for a very long (laughs) a little yawny, long time (laughs) and i think at that point if i remember correctly i don't know did they leave did they leave and then come back or did they come or is that before they left i'm not too sure but it just there was a there's a sequence with a bunch of teslas and that was like where i think that's after they
0: came back i think they had come back already at that point okay so i could be wrong but i feel like they came back because in the next morning Everyone felt like they were tighter and then they kind of, the
2: events happened from there. But with a movie like this, you, yeah. you have to end off with a really big bang. And I kind yeah. of felt it and I kind of didn't, uh, it's just because I, it's hard to end a film that has some sort of dystopian vibe that hasn't happened yet. Like there, there it's in the progress of happening and I felt like the, the the ending might have been anticlimactic, but you know, there there are really interesting subplots that I recognize in this movie that will I don't know if we want to talk about it now, but Yeah, please go ahead. I feel like this is a a direct sequel to Mr. Robot. I think this is a story that takes place in the Mr. Robot universe. Interesting. I think it either is it's a sequel or it's just it takes place in the same universe and there's two reasons there's a scene where amanda who's played by julia roberts picks up her phone off a novel called beach towel by otto irving and if you watch mr robot series you'll know otto irving is a character played by bobby carnavale who's a dark army operative so if he had his book published He's a real person in this world, and she's reading that story and then the second there's another scene where Amanda and Ruth are having uh a, they're talking at the kitchen table about outages and Ruth says you know hackers got into power plants back. Remember there was a meltdown in Jersey City, which I think yeah, she's Three re- Mile Island she's referring to season four f- uh, f- a finale of where the township wow. power plant had a meltdown so this begs the question you know is Elliot involved in this is he part of this who you know there's there's probably a you bunch wonder, of other easter eggs who, that who are who is that related. guy
1: that that uh Mahershal's talking about
2: in, in exactly. the exactly is, no? is, is that, that mr. Robot? is that mister malik is that mr the new mr robot is that uh, rami malik so i 100% can say that this is taking place in the same universe yeah uh but, I but, like you know that. like is I like it that. is it continues there going to be a continuation of the story who knows? That's something that we'll have to. It's see. more Cloverfield like, again, right? Because again, t- Ten Cloverfield Lane it doesn't really feel connected
1: to that world until you step out into it. And this I the last very, the last scene, the last scene, and this kind of feels very similar. I'm I'm very curious. Movies like this, you know, Anthony, that's a, a really astute observation that you brought in. So I'm wondering once this movie comes out if that's going to start to really be picked up. And I'm sure there's going to be more things that people pick up. I look at movies like this and I think about movies that aren't out yet, but like a quiet place day one, for example, where it's like the beginning of what is about to happen this movie literally feels like that, that, that we would have gotten this movie after we had gotten the movie that took place during. Yeah. The
0: attack. I, t- I, t- I totally get what you're saying. Like this feels like a spinoff film where it's like, this is like the prequel before this happened. It's funny yeah. because we were talking about like walking dead and stuff like that earlier. Right. Where that's another one that had all of these spinoffs t- telling different perspectives and all of that. Right. Um, but one of the things I know that we kept talking about it while we were watching the film, not that we were talking throughout the film, but you know, we'd whisper like, It's all about how this film's going to end. This movie needs to nail its ending. And I'm curious for you guys, did it nail the ending for you? I know Anthony said it's a little anticlimactic, but I guess I'm more talking about the revelation of what was happening. Did you like that that well, not did you like that the states was being attacked but did you did you, that, <laughs> did you like that the revelation and, <laughs> and destruction yeah i but think the revelation and you've seen like these bombs dropping on new york and and knowing that like oh there's there's some this the country's under attack how did you feel knowing that this was a real thing this wasn't mahershala and, the, and his daughter trying to fool them into taking over the house or something
2: yeah it wasn't a like this big conspiracy theory yeah i, I so here's the thing i wasn't super happy with it at the end but when i came across this mr robot thing it made everything feel so much bigger and now i was like okay where do we go from here so i do like the ending now because now it's part of a bigger world cuz it's taking place in the same universe and what what other stories are we going to see after the fact because you know mr robot was more of like you know cyber crime hackers now this is like we're ending off with total Destruction and devastation for you know the U.S. I don't know what the rest of the world looks like, but what does that look like in the future? Do we now go into something that's very similar to you know the Last of Us or, or factions of of different states that have different uh, rules and it's a whole new you know opening. Again, this is just a theory for me. I'm a hundred percent committed to this theory but <laughs> the ending changed once I learned about all these little hidden Easter eggs. That's, that's true. Yeah. Interesting. I think, I think Daniel for, for myself, I I think the ending
1: stuck its landing for me because there was a lot of unanswered questions that still kind of are unanswered, but the, but the small things that I really cared about in a way for it to hit me, it did. Like when we got to that ending where you see the daughter, she goes to the, to this house breaks in Eats the food like that annoyed me so much because I'm like she's eating the food, drinking all the water. It reminded me of yeah, like your family, your family reminded me of the movie. This is the end with Danny McBride drinking all the water, and I'm like, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> like you got to <laughs> ration this. The world is ending, but obviously, yeah, kids don't know. You know that's how they are. And then she kind of goes off, finds a bunker. First of all, bravest kid ever. If this was me, I ain't going in a bunker. I am not opening no. any doors no way but she's going down there and then of course lo and behold you see a stack of dvds in the wall and that running joke pretty much of this whole ep- movie of watching that final episode of friends i'm like it's gonna happen she's gonna pop in French. She's and the fact the last that it was one. The, yeah the last one it was the same disc that we've had that we've owned and i'm like oh my god just a rush of emotions came and it just cut to black i was like this is yeah, this is how you end the movie and <laughs> I, for me it, it satisfied me anthony i love where you're going with it i love that you know you you've given us this opportunity of this whole world that is open up there um yeah i think if this movie is successful which i feel like i think it will be for netflix i think it'll be a really big hit i think it'll have that bird box effect i mean at least you hope i think that we could see more movies or more material out there in this world
0: yeah, I, I hope so. Cause I'm, I'm with you guys. Like, there was a lot that I liked about this ending and, you know, the shot alone of seeing, you know, Julia Roberts and Miala like looking out and seeing like the city being destroyed is terrifying having that you know the Ethan hawk and Kevin Bacon almost like standoff you know for the medication also really interesting it feels like something that would have happened earlier in the film so for it to be the last scene in the movie for for those characters you're just like okay like i wish there was a little bit something extra but then you get that friends ending with the theme song kicking in and you're just like yep yeah, like this is the world now and as weird as it sounded um it just it gave me vibes of like you know when covid was starting right and i think a lot of people will make those connections as well too i don't believe though that this kid who's an ipad baby will have any idea how to operate a dvd player i'm sorry fake, there's no way fake scene. there's no way this kid knows how to switch the input of the tv put in the dvd no there's no, no way i That's the most unreal part that. of
1: this movie the most unreal part not now, even the bombs d-
0: not even the drones come. not no, even no, the no, else no, no. that was it the, the fact that this kid this like 10 year old no know, knows how to operate a dvd player and no 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 no, no way no, no, no way. way yeah
1: no i i i'm right there with you guys i think you know there's there's a lot of really cool things this movie does it does kind of l- give you one of those endings where it's either going to really piss you off or you're going to be like, ah, this is exciting. Again, I think we're all kind of in the camp of this is exciting, but I can totally see people being like, no, I wanted to, the the ending, I wanted it to be over. It's like, no, this is now the world. Like it's, it's kind of reminded me of the, the mist in a much more tame sense. Yeah. Whereas the mist kind of ends and you're like, oh my God, this is horrific. This is kind of like, (laughs) oh, this sucks
0: or like life, you know, like there's a lot oh, the of movies. Movie life. Like, I thought you meant like life yeah. in general. <laughs> no life too. You yeah. know, like this is your, that yeah. it sucks. You know, yeah, you can't, with, you can't do uh, this. Rebecca Ferguson. Right. Yes. And Ryan Reynolds and, uh, um, Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. And Venom. Remember yes. when everyone thought that was a Venom, like secret <laughs> Venom movie. Oh Would have been cool. Would have been way cool. Would have been cool. Anything
1: else before we go ahead and give our final recommendations for leave the world behind? I think we're good, man. I, I think time we're to good. leave this conversation behind and ah. give the audience our final
2: recommendation. Anthony, I'll start with you. This is a watch it. If you're a fan of Mr. Robot, definitely watch it. Uh but if you're not or you don't know anything about Mr. Robot, watch it then go watch Mr. Robot, but I I just think like there's there's more to this story than just you know, the end of the world. There's there's a bigger story that's playing out here that hopefully we get more and more about it because I feel like Netflix has been really quiet about it, and Mr. Robot has been out of the picture for so long. I think if I remember correctly, it was like on USA US, USA network. You USA, are they even a network anymore? Probably. Man, I, don't I, mean, know. I don't know. But like, it's just it's it's gone from the minds of a lot of people. So now that we have this little like thing that we can take who knows where we go from there is netflix the new home of the next mr robot we'll see yeah we'll have to see daniel what about yourself
0: it is an easy watch it for me i think this is such a fun movie i think this is one that you will have a blast watching with your family and with friends watching it so if you have people over over the holidays like this is like the perfect boxing day movie so like like if you want to watch your christmas movies right now great Um, But this is the perfect movie to put on when you have family over because everyone is just going to sit down and watch and then people will start giving their opinions. And it's just a merry conversation that's going to happen. So definitely watch it. Make time for it. You'll have a great time with it. There's some great performances in it. And when you have a movie that will, I think, hold up on repeat watchings or you'll get more from it. The more that you watch, I'm so down to get more from this world or secret sequels to Mr. Robot or whatever, because there's a really cool world that they've established here. And I wouldn't mind spending more time with it, you know, from the comfort of my couch <laughs> absolutely uh yeah, i know i
1: totally agree with you that this is a great boxing day movie it really fits well and for those of us who don't know what boxing day is because you're like i live in the united states uh, boxing Day is just the day after christmas it's usually a, yeah. a, our black friday for canadians and i think people in the uk as well so that's just kind of all that it is we don't actually fight as a kid i thought boxing day was when we fought i don't know I was new to canada so i had to accept it but <laughs> on my end here as well i will say this is an easy watch it definitely check it out you have a Netflix description this is one of the netflix originals that we highly highly recommend watch it with people especially because you want to see the crowd's reactions to almost every scene and if you're going to be a champion of this movie you're going to be showing it to your family your friends and everybody and you're going to gauge their reactions every time to either the ending or different moments in the movie and you'll probably pick up on more stuff as you watch it as well so definitely recommend it of course we're the movie podcast you can follow us every single place at the movie podcast our show notes down below on wherever you're watching us or listening to us have all those details available to you you can go ahead and join our discord as well and talk about movies like this movies like oppenheimer which we're still talking about in there that's our longest running spoiler room chat but it's popping all the time it's It's never going away Never going away. That's going to be the that's going to be the group chat that remains there forever. Yeah. But go ahead and join that. We have a lot of great contests that are occurring also on our Instagram and Twitter feeds. So go ahead and give that a listen and check that out. Not a listen because it's just a social media platform. If you're watching <laughs> this on YouTube, give us a thumbs up, leave a comment, subscribe as well. We really really appreciate it. We love reading these comments. On Spotify, we actually have a Q and A section and sometimes even a poll that you can go ahead and like answer and reply to really really helps us out all the engagement we're really grateful for it we are going to be going away for the holidays very soon so get as much movie podcast as you can because once we're gone we're not back until 2024 which is that's your way but no let not people no. may miss us and i don't want you guys to miss us too hard and that was this time with the movie podcast and we'll see you next